One of the things I really struggle with as a kid is seeing a therapist or a counselor that did not go through trauma. It kind of bothered me to have someone sitting across from me that didn't understand me, but studied people like me. This made me obsessed to try to figure out my mind and body and how to figure out how to deal with the body and brain that I was left with after the amount of trauma I experienced as a child. The first thing we have to understand is the body perceives stress. When the nervous system perceives stress, it goes through the hypothalamus pituitary adrenals. It's called the HPA access. When the body gets the communication of stress, it goes through the HPA the adrenals produce something called glucocorticoids, which is cortisol, and adrenaline is produced in this cycle as well. This pushes the body into the next step into something we call the fight, flight, or freeze system. In science, we call this the sympathetic nervous system. So you have the parasympathetic and then you have the sympathetic. They both work under the autonomic nervous system. It's a system that does things automatically. What happens here is that the stress will push the body into the sympathetic is fight or flight. Then there's a third step that people really don't look at that I really became obsessed with when I came across the research. And you can learn more in the book, How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy. Uh, there's a section on it, but Paul McLean was a neuroscientist who broke this down to be very clear. The third part of the, this step is the reptilian brain. And the reptilian brain has direct communication to the autonomic nervous system, but also it overactivates from the sympathetic nervous system. So the main priority of the brain is to survive. That's its main goal, and it's the main priority. If something is a threat to survival, nothing else above the reptilian brain matters. And the other two outside of the reptilian brain is the emotional brain, which is the limbic brain, and then the neocortex, which is a part of the brain that's responsible for creating new things in your life. It's the intellectual part of the brain, the new goals that you want, new ideas, new words, new friends. None of that is going to happen if the, if the body's under a lot of stress because stress indicates that the environment is not safe and the brain goes into safety and security. So now we're stuck in this reptilian brain. When we're stuck in this reptilian brain, there's three main priorities that the reptilian brain has. Outside of the reptilian brain, we'll, we'll get into those three. Outside of the reptilian brain, the autonomic nervous system gets sped up. I notice if someone has trauma just by watching them eat, they'll chew faster and swallow, <clears throat> like three chews and swallow. They usually move, their foot is tapping the floor, they're biting their nails, or they can't sit down calmly because the nervous system being under that much stress raves up energy in the body. The body gets pumped, it starts pumping blood faster, heart rate increases, breathing increases. And what happens here is we're creating a lot of motion in the body when you do that. And what does emotion mean? Energy and motion. So if we're moving that emotion to be faster and faster, now the nervous system through the muscular system is going to express and show that. So a person has a hard time just being still. They're moving around too much. And that's why I say the subconscious mind exposes itself through your body posture. So you can tell me whatever you want, but I can see how you react. And I know exactly what I should know about somebody just by seeing how they stand, how they look at me, because the subconscious mind it's showing me everything of the four layers under it, the nervous system, organs and glands, subconscious mind, and emotions. Chronic levels of adrenaline and cortisol put this body into a strong fight or flight system, and the strong fight or flight system will activate the neurotransmitter of norepinephrine with the get you alert, get you on point, hypervigilant. And at this point, the partner crime of the norepinephrine is dopamine. So dopamine keeps you on track. It keeps you on your path in life. It keeps you consistent. It keeps you going. But chronic levels of norepinephrine and adrenaline and cortisol can actually start to burn out dopamine, 
which can give a person now more of a kind of like an addiction behavior. Usually you can find a person throughout the day, they can be fine making it with skipping meals or not overeating candy or junk food. It's usually nighttime when their safety and security is met. That's when the next step of like overindulging on things starts to occur. So if we go back to the reptilian brain, the three things that the reptilian brain cares about, safety and security is number one. Number two, substance. Number three is sex. So if you go back throughout your childhood and your life, see what triggers you the most. When people are getting laid off at your job, is that triggering you? When people betray you, friends or family members, or even a partner, right? Do you, does that really trigger you? When you go to your bank account and you see money that was taken out that should never been taken out, does that trigger you? These are all things that could be a threat to your safety and security. But we'll notice that most of our stress is going to come from either overworking at work or overdoing things or overthinking about the things that surround us to keep us safe and secure. Now, as soon as that is met during the day, the next step that we'll go through is we'll be looking for that substance. Now, if we go back to the anatomy and physiology and the neuroscience behind the mind-body, you'll notice that I just told you on the other side, high levels of norepinephrine and adrenaline and cortisol for a long period of time can burn out dopamine, which then makes us reach for more things to get the dopamine hit. As you continue to study how trauma affects the brain, you can't just go straight to the brain. We have to look at the whole system. It's appropriate to look at, at it holistically. This state will cause something I like to call a sensitive nervous system. And these are the kind of clients that I work with. A sensitive nervous system usually starts to really affect somebody in their mid-20s to early 30s. And we can start seeing things like digestive issues that they never had before. We can start seeing very low blood sugar problems. And what I mean by low blood sugar, I mean they'll eat a, a meal and about an hour or two later, boom, their blood sugar just completely drops. Number three, you can start noticing that it's really hard for them to have energy to want to move their body. Those are just to name a couple. So when I get this particular client, I really started just focusing. I said, this is my, my niche, sensitive nervous system. This is me. I'm working with people just like myself. So there's a couple of things I want you to avoid when you go through the system. If you avoid these things and then you add the, do the things that I'm going to suggest you to do, what we're going to notice is we're going to counteract and make like a, a nice little switch on the nervous system, which then can have an, a nice, a positive effect on the brain as well. I'm going to give you the things I want you to avoid. Number one is going to be nicotine. Nicotine and, 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 and tobacco, like these vape pens, I'm telling you right now, you do not want to do nicotine. And th there's a many reasons why, but one of the main reasons is that it will rise your fight or flight system. It puts your body into a state of fight or flight. And a lot of people may feel a little better because it gives them that energy. And a lot of people are addicted to being hypervigilant, especially if you have childhood trauma, because you don't know who you are without it. Now, this will also create issues when it comes down to the way that your veins contract. So you're basically, it gets harder for your body to pump blood flow, which then will put your body more into a state of fight or flight and be intense. Keep that simple. We'll get to the next one. Toxins, number two. It's going to be very important for you to make sure when you get your fruits and vegetables, you go 100% organic. It's going to be very important for you to try to avoid all the extra omega-6s that they put in your meals or you can be cooking with. So don't cook with these easy little sprays that they have. Go get you a nice uh, bottle of olive oil or a nice bottle of coconut oil. That's going to be very beneficial for you. Omega-6s and a lot of just toxins and heavy metals will cause more stress on your nervous system and your body and your brain. Number three, be careful with drinking too much caffeine. 
a trick that you can do that I do with my clients is instead of drinking a cup of coffee, what we do instead is they go to the store or they make it home and we get cappuccinos instead. So a shot of espresso is about 60 milligrams of caffeine. A cup of coffee from Starbucks that is small can be about 250 milligrams of caffeine. So to keep a person in their rhythm, if they usually have two cups a day, if we go from cups of coffee to espressos, we usually can stretch out the caffeine for longer with less effect on the nervous system. And adding some fat to that coffee can slow down the digestion of that coffee and also, or any caffeine, and also do not add anything with sugar. I don't care if it's brown sugar. Make sure that you don't add sugar. If you look in the back of something and it has sugar, 12 grams or 5 grams or 15 grams, you got to be careful um, mixing those two together. Sugar and caffeine will overstimulate the sympathetic nervous system. Trust me. I've helped thousands of people in this position. You just listen to this advice, try it, and you will see a big difference. Next one, you have to be very careful with eating too many carbohydrates. I often find carbohydrates like starches give the biggest effect on with my clients and myself. I, th I believe that has a lot to do with the impact that it has on insulin. And the more that we spike our blood sugar and the more we have insulin work, the more we're going to be putting adrenaline and cortisol to work. Too many carbohydrates, clients do not do good with that. This is what makes them really drained. We take out all starches and we eat fatty meat with vegetables and low glycemic fruit. And no, we're not on a ketogenic diet. You're not eating 30 grams of carbs or less. You're going to be eating more than that, way more than that. But we need to keep your blood sugar stable. And the next one is eating the lean proteins or the plant-based proteins are going to be not the smartest thing for someone with a sensitive nervous system because the leaner the protein, the faster that can impact insulin as well. So we go with more fattier meats instead. The things I do want you to do, I want you to be in tune with your body. Just going straight for the mind is not going to be good enough and it may lead you to being disappointed. You got to go through the body. Go get you a foam roller, roll out your quads, roll out, take a tennis ball, Allow your foot to be right on top of the tennis ball and lean your body onto that tennis ball. Release those tight muscles. You're going to be having a lot of tight calves, tight feet, tight quads and hips because your, your root chakra is overstimulated. Your, your body, your legs root itself into earth. And the more a person has went through trauma and stress, the more that the body becomes earthbound. So a person pushes their body more into earth and their nervous system. Remember I told you the emotions, the nervous system, the muscular system, they're all fired up, which means they're overworking and we can find a lot of tension in those spots in the client and with yourself. The next thing is just simply moving your body. Don't move your body as far as putting yourself in a position where it's too crowded in a place you're not going to do very well in crowded spaces. Go to, if you notice that your gym is too crowded when you get out of work, go for a walk instead. Go for a high vibe walk, positive music, positive podcast for 60 minutes in a neighborhood you dream of living in or a park that brings you peace. It's going to be very important for you to always have a piece of paper and a pen with you at all times. Your brain, all this emotion, energy, emotion will start creating the brain to have too much thoughts. I want you to get a piece of paper and a pen and always allow yourself to draw your thoughts out, write your thoughts and bullet points. That's going to help you express some emotion outside of moving and rolling out the body. Then I really want you to get, I want you to figure out what do you want in this life? What do you want to do? What is your North Star? Because if we only do what we're supposed to do for survival, as soon as we check that off, then of course we're going to want to have some type of junk food or wine or weed or something in that nature. What do you want in your life? You think you came here just to work? 
You think you came here, go through trauma to work and then die? No, not at all. If the thing that made us is smarter than us, which is a lot smarter than us, and we're making AI to automate things, then if we came here just to work, the thing that made us would have made us like robots. But no, instead we have emotions, intuition, imagination. And for you to think that you're here just to pay bills, that's not true. That's what they want you to think though. That is not true. So where are you going? What do you want in your life? You got to get clear on that. When you go through a lot of trauma, you're stuck into the fight or flight system. You're in the survival mode. You're in the survival consciousness. Most of us didn't even have time to dream big. I want you to start dreaming big. The next one is going to be after you start getting clear in your dream, we got to get a new dream team for you. You have a sensitive nervous system. Not everybody deserves to be around you. Not everybody deserves to be in your presence. Mm -mm. No, people can drain you. You're, you're going to be emotionally intelligent. You're going to be like, you're going to have a, the skills as an empath because your nervous system is overly activated throughout your life. I have how to figure out your purpose in life. And then I have another episode called how to create your dream team. And your dream team is people who are allowed to rock with you, who are allowed to hang out with you, who are allowed to be pulled on this journey towards a new version of yourself. Now, the people that you think that are going to be on that dream team most likely aren't, and they're draining you of your energy. So I left those two podcasts down below in the description. The last but not least, it's very important if I had to leave you with one tip out of all of these, and you only can start with one, I would say your nutrition. More fat and protein combined low glycemic carbohydrates and sugars. That right there has helped me help thousands of people. I'm telling you right now, we control insulin that then controls adrenaline and cortisol. We control a stable blood sugar. We control with detoxification with the vegetables. We help detoxification with the protein. So you can start off with that. If you like these type of podcasts and you feel these are very helpful, I have something down below called Join My Tribe and Become a Better Version of Yourself in Just 10 Minutes a Week. They're emails that are going to only continue to push you to be the best version of yourself. Thank you for being here. Share this with someone who needs to hear this podcast. Peace.